So thank you, thank you for uh, going with us on the on the camp songs. But this one of those things that uh, you know sometimes I we I even kind of put down camp songs a little bit of like oh the, you know that's not the songs that we normally do at a congregation. But you know there's a lot of good truth and a lot of good um, uh, stuff that's in there. And so even the songs that we we sung this morning, there's a reason why we sung them. Uh, you know. Because we talked about a lot of these themes uh, during the, the the camp, we talked about uh, we talked about shame, we talked about sin, we talked about uh, all these things. But throughout this process, that uh, God's uh, God's bigger than all that, uh, and He's creating something uh, new in us. But I wanted to share uh, before I get into kind of sharing what some of the the stuff that we learned this summer. I wanted to share a little bit about. Uh, camp uh, and so some of you guys have haven't been out to camp or this is a new camp uh, uh, front for for me uh, because uh, moving to uh, camp good news it was a was a change for us in February we moved there and became I became the director of that camp um, and so it was just, it was a different camp altogether um, and so it was a joy to be able to get on um, and be part of the the ministry that was going there because this camp um, at Eagle Crest, the, the camp I went to before, it was uh, there was they were starting to kind of uh, move away from the programming of, of things, uh, and so I, I felt like we I wanted to make sure I could be somewhere where I could still preach and disciple uh, people and, instead of just kind of running retreats, which has its own good ministry too. Which, uh, but as we as we transitioned into this this camp, the reason we looked at this camp uh, is because it had a rich history of a community of, of believers and people that wanted to to impact the lives of, of kids. And, and you see that in the fact that a lot of the staff that uh, worked for us this summer and the staff that were part of it, the volunteers, um, they all wanted the same thing. They all wanted to see God glorified and the gospel of truth uh, given and shared to the kids in, uh, through, through the camp program. And so uh, it was a joy to be able to kind of be part of that process. But for this year, as the beginning of, of it, there was a lot of me stepping back and seeing how, how things are going. But uh, And uh, so one of my focus, instead of like building up the program, was was definitely uh, trying to make sure that the message was being preached and that we are uh, definitely the, getting the word out uh, to these kids that come out. And so uh, just as a quick overview, uh, every week of camp we have – uh, anywhere from we had our smallest camp I think was a, ca- a small camp of like 18 kids but then normally we have about uh, we have up to 60 kids a week uh, on, a, on a given week uh, and so we had a total of about 212 campers come to through the six-week program of our camp uh, but on, on top of that we also had ministry to our staff and so I look at the fact that we have we had uh, tw- a SALT program, which is called stands for SALT and Leadership Training. That's where the the pre the teens, okay, so uh, so looking at uh, 13 through 15 year olds who come and be on camp and and they learn camp. Uh, they're kind of like a CIT position, uh, but they kind of help in the kitchen, they help in the cabin, they help uh, around the spots, but they also get their own kind of program uh, and get some discipleship through that the the weeks of camp. And so they they kind of come and and then the counselors that we had we had about so we had 24 about uh, CITs uh, the the salts and that came and rotated through the, the camp program, and then we also had about 24 counselors and staff that were part of our 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 team and and so we a lot of it was that we had to kind of schedule and make sure they had we had enough people where we only had about eight of those that stayed the full summer 
but we had a bunch of ah crews of of staff that would come in and help give up their time for a week of camp to kind of help us out and but through that process it's a if if anyone been in ministry you guys understand that but by being in the shoes and the feet of of being ministries we grow ourselves and so the staff who who were part of us this summer sometimes I see it as there was there that was much more of a ministry for the staff to be able to see and and see what it means to preach and preach God and to to minister to these kids and a- answer those questions that these kids have about the faith and so that, a lot of that took place throughout the time now uh, the the whole summer we had uh, we had nine actual dedications uh, conversions to Christ where they, they said hey I want to <coughs> I want to accept Christ, and so that, that they talked with and had the prayer with their counselor. <coughs> there might have been more, uh, because you know it's one of those things that we we tell them how to to accept Christ, uh, and and they can go home and and do it for themselves. But we we don't know where God will take them with that. The other thing that we had about you know uh, at least recorded, we had five rededications where where five of them weren't quite sure what their where their faith were and so they they made uh steps to kind of be able to uh talk with their counselor and and figure that out and so it was really great to be able to hear some of that some of that and hear what the kids were thinking and and what they're doing um and so this the the camp program has you know a lot to offer in terms of you guys saw all the activities that we did uh but we we do a lot of um a lot of things that hopefully point them to, to Christ and, and have a lot of meaningful discussion. So uh, one thing that every evening I do a, a kind of a Bible instruction where I teach them a Bible story and t- look them through the Bible. Uh, but the other thing that we, they do uh, in the mornings, we have a special chapel that uh, allows them to memorize some of the scripture that we're going through uh, to kind of put that in the heart. And they have times to do, practice that throughout the week. Uh, they're also a thing I think that's kind of special about this camp is that they they in their schedule uh, they had a specific time set aside to teach kids how to do personal quiet times um, and so right after breakfast they would go back to their cabins and they would be on their their cabins they would give them instruction on how to do that but then also just give them uh, some some time uh, to be able to focus uh, now with the little kids like my you know the the, the seven year olds it wasn't it was more just a practice of the, hey, there's a special time set aside, uh, and uh, they would kind of be, but it's good to be able to have that practice uh, and as part of that, and, you know, and talking with some of our staff, that's one thing that, you know, we, we try to talk about the idea that it takes self-discipline to do the quiet time, but they, they, one thing they really liked about camp is, like, at camp, I knew I had a quiet time, and I knew I could do this at this time, uh, and it's, it's one of those things that we talk with our staff, is like, well, how can we build that into your normal schedule? And, and we try to you know, talk about that as part of the discussion, even with the campers, because it's some of those things where even with camp, uh, even with church, this happens. This is church. I'm going to do this at church. This is camp. I get to do this at camp. What does that look like at home? And so we, we try to hopefully uh, make, make them see what, what it could be or, or what a schedule could be with that. And so... Uh, and on top of that, they also have a, a cabin devotions at night, uh, right before they go to bed. Uh, and there's a time where the counselors actually lead a discussion with the campers, um, and they kind of give them a, 
sometimes it's a, it's a, sh a sharing of a devotional that they, they have. Sometimes it's actually just kind of sharing their testimony uh, and also answering a lot of the questions that the campers have. So it's so um, during that time is a, actually a really powerful time uh, having the devotion time to have a, almost like it's a small group discussion in your cabin. Um, and so that there's a lot of uh, good discussion that, that came through that. I wish I could be part of all those discussions, but um, as, as a director, you kind of do a lot of things. And I, I, I prayed for our staff that they had the message and, and they, they did what they were able to do. But, um, and so it's, it's been a blessing to be able to kind of be part of that and help them through that process. You know, uh, the, some of the activities that you guys saw up there, we have we have a wide range of activities, of ad, you know, adventure activities, but some of the highlights uh, of the camp, that we have a zip line that goes across our ravine, uh, campers really like, uh, and so they, they would do that almost every day. If, um, and then we have a pool, that is another highlight. Uh, the other thing they really enjoy is the all camp games where all we, they get together and enjoy that. There's a creek walk that you guys saw them spreading mud on each other. Uh, some the it's always interesting. The girls get messier than the guys every time. <laughs> so I don't know what it is about the the girls that they enjoy getting messier than the than the guys. Um, but uh, but and then we also have a the other highlight of the campus. There's a, something called the beehive, which is our canteen where kids get sugared up and uh, and so. Uh, but now throughout this process, you know, we, we do those activities to kind of, you know, entice them. Uh, but even through those, uh, you know, there's some stuff where it's a community time, a building time uh, where they get a, a time to, to play and talk uh, and actually see uh, some of our staff uh, in, a, in an action that how do we show God's love when we play games or how do we show God's love when we're, we're doing all these things. And so even through the process of camp where they're spending 24 hours of time with each other, uh, at a period for a week, it's it's something that they get to see uh, people that choose God, choose and 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 that it's in the environment is such that we we put God into everything and and we want them to be able to kind of see what what God is about and through the process, through prayer and through uh, a lot of uh, heart sweat and and long nights and long days, we. We have all these kids that walk away uh, prayerfully with a good experience, but one that they can they can set that as as a marker, saying, "Hey, God did something special there." Um, now, we had, like I said, we had six weeks of camp, and we had uh, the various ages that came. Uh, we, as my this is our first year that our kids were actually part of a, a camp, uh, and so my my even my seven-year-old was able to be part of it, and then we go this year we we go we went all the way to you know about 13 years old uh but uh, in the future we try to we'll try to expand that to, to bigger ages uh, but one of the, the issues with camping is the fact that our summers are getting shorter and shorter uh, because of school schedules and stuff so you can be in prayer for the camps as we look at how to how to make sure camp is still uh, we get as much uh, out of the summer as we can um, and that the other th trouble is that staffing is always a big concern. You can pray for all the camps in the area. Uh, I know Great Oaks down the road and Camp Kearney struggled a lot with camp with with staff this this summer of trying to make sure there's enough staff because there's all this pulled out uh, other things that that get their thing. But I it was a blessing to be able to be have we had enough staff for for to doing what we did and that was through God's providence. Uh, through prayer, uh, it was one of those things that 
you know, up to the two weeks right before camp, we were short staff. And by that last two weeks, we gained six staff members in the last two weeks to be able to kind of fill that out. And so God usually always does that, uh, but it's... It's not always easy for us to be able to do that, but through that process, uh, those people came, and we were able to to put together a good program. Um, uh, and so we, we praise God for that. But I want to touch base on a little bit of the, the kind of what the stuff we talked about. Um, and so uh, the this year, the theme was created for purpose, and this was based off of Ephesians uh, two ten. Um, and so I was going to read that for us, but uh, Peggy read the 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 red and, and we just recently went through Ephesians, and so you guys, sh- this should be all all fresh in your mind. But if you want to uh, turn to Ephesians, you can read us with Ephesians 2:10. We're going to be looking at the the key verse because uh, this verse was the what we kind of based all our our talks off of during the summer, and we had a lot of uh, stories that went with it. But this it, it was really you know this is a, a a theme and a verse that was kind of given to me <laughs> going into the summer. I was like, here, this is the theme that we were planning on doing. And so uh, I was like, oh, okay. So it was interesting how God used that to be able to place some some um, good stories and mindset uh, that I was even prepared to, to talk about uh, moving into the summer um, and, and kind of talk about this verse a little bit. So verse 2, uh, Ephesians 2.10, it reads, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. You know, as we look at this verse and, you know, we look at the, what's the for there for? And, and so, you know, we, it, it's interesting how Paul's been kind of leading up to, to kind of some of this throughout the, even uh, throughout the Ephesians coming up to it. And this is, this is actually just a summarizing of, of, us, of everything that's been, been, he's been kind of talking about. So even before that, he, he, right before that, he was talking about, you know, what is our response to, to sin? Uh, you know, what, how, what are we doing? Oh, you know, there's this, sorry, I got off my notes here. Um, th- we, he's talking about that we are dead in sin and that through Christ and only Christ, we are made right holy and blameless, not, and this isn't from ourselves, but not from our works, but it's a gift of God through, through Christ. And, and, the, and then it goes into this, uh, this, the verse. And I broke up this verse based on kind of looking at, at camp. We, we had, we have four days to kind of talk about this. Um, and so I broke up into, you know, looking at what this verse is actually talking about. And so there's four, four points that we're, we kind of, looking at and through and so the first thing is that the fact that we are created uh we even looked at the idea of that we explained the idea of what workmanship means to these kids because it's not really a term that we use uh most most time and so we 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 taught the kids what workmanship and the idea that this is a it's like a a refined trade that you can uh, you're you're working on and you're doing and this is something that it's not something that like an arts and craft project that you just kind of put together and slapped together. We even used uh, Christie's mug as an example of, of the idea of it's something that, you know, we can, we can use Play-Doh and, and make Play-Doh, but that's not, that's not a workmanship. But a workmanship is something that is, is created, has purpose. It's, it's, it's given thought and purpose. And the fact that God created that in us and so, uh, so that we are God's workmanship and created in Christ Jesus. And so through that, that one of the, the stories we looked at, the idea of being created, 
um, was, um, you know, at, well, before they do that, you know, looking at the idea of created, this is something that Paul was actually mentioning before, and uh, he alluded to before in Ephesians 1.4. He said, he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. And so he, that's what Paul was referencing, the fact that, hey, this is something that, that God's been doing and created in us. And so the, one of the stories that we looked at was Adam and Eve. Uh, because in the story, we talked about the idea of uh, how God created, and through that process, God created something special in his holy image. Um, and we looked at the idea that he made something special, holy, set apart. Um, and in that process, uh, you know, God had this perfect world that he had in place. And, 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 and we talked about the idea of, what, well, what, is it, what would it look like to, to be in a perfect world? Would there be sin? Would there be all this, uh, this stuff that goes on? And you had a perfect relationship with God during that time. And, and one that where you're walking and talking with God, doesn't that sound great? But it didn't quite stay that way, okay? And, and I, I love the fact that actually and before, before the fall took place, that it said that they had no shame. There was no shame. There was nothing. They, had a, they could just walk around and enjoy their presence with God, being, uh, enjoying the fact that God just created them. And he gave them a, a, a purpose to work the garden and to be a part of his creation. Um, and it was, a, I'm sure, a great time had by, by all until temptation came sin came and the, and when when the devil tempted them with the fruit of the tree of the the knowledge of good and evil and eve ate of that adam ate of that and because of that sin became part of them and now they all of a sudden shame became part of it shame uh and and guilt and all this stuff that god didn't want for his children he didn't want them to be in shame, he didn't want them to be feel all this guilt. He created them for something special, something good. And and so we look at the idea when God created us. Okay, he didn't he didn't create junk. He created something special. And so sometimes we look at the stuff that God created, and we look at ourselves, and we think, I'm not that special. I'm not that great. But God saw something special. Now, there was consequences to the the sin and. And so some, but one of the main consequences is that now we devalue ourselves. We, we look at our own self and we realize that we're not, we don't listen to God and to say that he loved us and he created us and he wants something special with us. Instead, we hear our own voices and our own knowledge and our own truth and we make that part of ourselves. And the, and the other consequences is that they were, separated from God uh, through that process. Um, and because, and with this though, with every story that we, it points back to Jesus. It to, points back to what Jesus did on the cross. Uh, because even at the end of that story, you know, they were kicked out of Eden. They, they had sin, they had dealt with. Uh, but instead of instantaneous death, uh, um, he, he offered them uh, a, a restored, redeemed life. He gave them, uh, he killed some animals in order to cover their shame. He saw that they were, they thought they, they were shame. He could have said, oh, you're not, uh, ignore the shame. But no, he, he saw that they were, he, want, they, he wanted them to f- 
not feel ashamed. He wanted them to, to be part of that, and he covered their shame through the giving them clothes. And that same, uh, you know, God worked that many ways throughout history of, of trying to help, help them cover their, their, their sin and their shame through sacrifice, uh, through sacrifices, through giving them the laws, uh, giving them the, the things that they could be, once again, right and holy with God. But it never stuck. It never stuck. But Jesus, he sent Jesus to die on a cross. And through that process, that just like those, those, that those first animals were, were killed and covered, the sin and the shame of Adam and Eve, God used Jesus to cover the sin and the shame uh, for all those that, that look to him and call on him. Uh, he can cover them uh, and, and call on him and see him as Lord. And so it was a great message to be able to see uh, and, and uh, share that uh, with others. And so we... we that was a great, um, uh, that was our first lesson that we talked about. And through that process, it opened up a lot of the discussion of what sin is, but also how Jesus is the one that is there to kind of cover our sins. And, the, and, and, and that uh, he's, he gives them something called redemption. Uh, that was a, that our, one of our second uh, days, is teaching them what the word redeem was, to be redeemed. Because um, in the, uh, in the verse, you know, it talks about, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. It's not, well, we worked at ourselves, we made ourselves uh, better and, and made this. No, it's only through Christ Jesus and his blood that, that he was able to do that. Uh, and, and in Ephesians, uh, the pr- previous part of Ephesians, Ephesians 1, 5 through 7, it, 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 5 and 7, it talks about that we were, predestined uh, for adoption through Jesus Christ and whom we have the redemption through his blood. And we talked about the idea, you know, to be redeemed is to be brought back. You know, it's, it's something that we were in sin and we were, we were something that was not useful, not good, but it's made good uh, because of what Jesus did on that cross. Uh, through that, through that, uh, we we looked at the story of of Saul. We looked at how Saul was was something that you know he was not going in the right direction. But through the process of God intervening with him, he was redeemed and given a new purpose uh, to be able to preach God. Um, and through that process, we could be able to kind of see what God has been, can do for each of us. You know, we were created, right? We were created something special. And sometimes we can see ourselves as, as broken pieces of pottery. But God has a new way of restoring and redeeming us and, and making us into something new. He res- and, and redeems us and gives us a new purpose where we might think of something as, oh, we don't have anything to give. I, I'm, for the kids, I'm just a kid. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing anything, but we encourage them the fact that, you know, God, God is redeeming you right now. He's making you something special. And through that process, you know, God can give you a new way of looking at it and a new way of life. And the fact that, you know, it's so easy for, for kids, even adults, to look at the stuff that we've done and think, uh, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not good enough. I'm all those voices in our head, but 
the fact that we look at the fact that, no, God loves us and he wants that redemption. He wants us to be redeemed with him and give us a new purpose, right? And so that was our, our third one. We talked about purpose. We talked about uh, through that process, you know, this is something which God prepared in advance for us to do. It's something that he designed us. He had a design and a purpose for our will. Um, and in Ephesians uh, 1.11, it says, In him we were also chosen to conform to God's will. And Paul prays later on uh, that, that your heart may be enlightened or that you may know the hope to which he has called you to have great power like the working of his mighty strength. And so through this the idea, of, we looked at the idea of a purpose. You know, God has given us a purpose. He's given us something. And, and through, you know, through that design, you don't know maybe what your purpose is yet. You don't know what, you know, as, a, as some of us, you don't know what God's making and, and designing and creating us. Uh, but we can trust and have faith in what God's will is. And the fact that God knows better than we do and be able to, to understand that I might not know what my purpose is, but God does. And to kind of look to that and look at what God is doing. Uh, and through this story, the story that we looked at was the story of Esther. We looked at the idea that, you know, Esther was someone that she didn't get a, she didn't, she was forced into a position of being royalty, uh, forced into uh, being uh, a part of, a history plan and during the time when you know there's going to be a, a you know a, a, the Babylonian empire was going to kill all the Jews and and but Esther was you know given a, a platform not necessarily by her choice it wasn't her choice to be royalty or, or choose that but she was kind of put in that position and given and her purpose was kind of defined by the circumstances that she was in and so god might give us certain circumstances where we god could use us for something special and it might be the fact that you're the person next to you or the the person at work or we said the person at school might need a friend they might need someone that that to to listen to it to be part of it and and you know what what esther did was she stepped up and and she uh, you know, went before the, the king and be able to kind of show the fact that what's going on and to stop what uh, the, the persecution of the Jews where we, as Christians, we can have a similar purpose. We see that there's sin going on in this world. We see that there's paths that lead to destruction. We see the things that, that lead to, to not God. But through that process, we're given a purpose to point them to God and say, hey, I've got something special. I got something I want to share with you about who God is. And that purpose is defined in, once again, that work of what Jesus Christ did on that cross. Uh, he didn't want us to be in that sin. He wanted us to have uh, a new purpose and a new, new life with him. Uh, and so we talked about that as, as part of, of our, our gifting that God has given us. And once again, you know, it talks about the idea that it's, this is, in, in the verse, it, it points to the idea that our purpose, you know, we talked about, well, what is our purpose? And the verse actually says in, in Ephesians 2.10, to do good works. 
And, you know, in Ephesians earlier, it talks about the idea of, yeah, where we have God's power to work the working of his mighty grace, not ours, but his. And we can do great things through what God has done. And so what God has asked us to do is to do good works. He's asked us to to do the will of God towards others, to other uh, to to those around us. Um, and so that's why, you know, I shared the, the one about being a good friend earlier. Uh, the idea that how sometimes it's easy for us to be able to, to just kind of focus on our own faith and our own salvation and, and what God is doing. But we realize that at camp and, and, at, and we've been talking about this the last few Sundays, it's, it's a community thing. It's, a, it's something that we're, it's, we are not doing this um, alone. We're doing this with others. And, and so to do good works and, and to look at how we, we do that in the midst of those around us. And God, through those good works, he's given us a purpose. It's kind of a, one of those, uh, I love the idea is that, is that, you know, God's given us a purpose to do good works. And, and that good works then gives us purpose. Uh, and it gives us something that we can achieve. And, and through that process, you know, God gives us an amazing gift of doing his will and, and giving us um, giving us a, a, a glimpse of to who he is. And so the, through the four stories, we, we looked at the idea that, first of all, Adam and Eve, they were created by God and for good. Um, they are created by God and for God, but they were in need of redemption. And through the Paul of Tarsus story, we looked at how we are redeemed, but given a new purpose. Through Esther, uh, we looked at using the purpose that God gives us to do good works. But the, the last thing that we kind of shared was looking at Jesus. You know, all this points to Jesus. And, and how Jesus was the greatest example of being created for the purpose of the greatest work of all time. Through his healings, we are emphasizing and, and through sharing the, the stories of what God did and through his healings, and, and, and we showed how God loved us. Uh, we looked at specifically some of the stories, like uh, the, there's a story in there called uh, the story of Jarius' daughter where he, he heals uh, a, a girl dying, but he also heals the, 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 the woman who is dealing with pain for 12 years. But through this process, God didn't just heal them and and make them all right. But God was seeking to love them and show his love to them. The fact that what God is offering is not just a, a Band-Aid. He's not just putting a Band-Aid on, on, on their sin. Or he's not putting a Band-Aid on, on what's going on. But he's giving them something that is finite and eternal. Something that God created before time. Created before the world. And that is you know this, this relationship with God in heaven. And, and so we looked at the fact that Jesus did that for us. And through that process, we offer the kids that same message, that same uh, power of salvation, uh, that they can be able to, to take that on for themselves. Um, and so that's one thing that, that uh, we pray that God <laughs> used in them um, through that process. One of the, the, one of the verses, memory verses, we had them learn was actually Romans 8, 28. And I'll just read it just in case you guys haven't memorized it. 
And it says, For we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Now, they only learned the first part of that verse. But, um, but looking at the fact that we looked at the fact that God works in all things. Does, and does he work in the bad things? Yes. Does he work in the good things? Yes. Does he work in, at camp? Does he work at, at school? Does he, where does he work? Everywhere. You know, God is, is a part of all this. And he's constantly creating. He's constantly, uh, you know, it's not something that he created us and set us aside. This is a work that he's constantly doing us, uh, in, in us and through us. All, all our staff, all of us, all of us here are in that process of hopefully being created. Uh, but it takes being faith in the hands of the creator to give him that opportunity to recreate in us something good. We can't just expect him to work in us. We kind of have to allow him to work in us. And, and so we give that, that gift to, to, to everyone. Um, now through this, uh, through the, um, through this summer, uh, there, uh, you know, I, that's something that I took also. You know, God gave this camp uh, and the ministry I am to help me learn and how God is creating and refining me. Uh, and even it's one of those things that even looking at how stepping into this position at camp um, is one of those things that it, it was kind of a, in, in, in the camp world, a, a last minute thing, okay? You know, if I started in February, February is a late time to start the program for camp. Um, but it's one of those things as, as I was praying and, and looking at it, I would have probably been a lot, you know, we were talking about after the summer, I'd probably been a lot happier or, or content or, or uh, relaxed in my, at the previous camp. Uh, but as we looked at this, this camp and moving here and the challenges ahead, uh, and the fact that it was, we knew it was going to be kind of rough on our, our family schedule and doing it. But it was one of those things that I realized that just like the story of Esther, um, when we look at that, you know, in Esther 4, 14, it was more when Mordecai, her, her uncle, was talking to her about the decision that she had to make of, of going before the king. He had this. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But for you and your family, your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to a royal position for such a time as this. And I looked at the fact that what God was doing, you know, I could sit back and, and just like, if I did not step into this position at, at Camp Good News, God would have filled the position with someone else. Uh, God could have done that with, with someone else. Uh, but it's the reason I, you know, we, we moved on because I want to be where God's at. And uh, to be able to see God at work uh, means I need to be able to, to step into a position for such a time as this. Uh, the camp really needed uh, someone to kind of step in uh, for the role, and it, timing worked out once in. I th see this as God's timing. The fact that 
as as one 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 person leaves, uh, we are able to fill in a position uh, and be able to be there and help the process. And uh, through the, the process, we are able to to have a what I would count as a, a good summer. Um, through the process uh, of looking at what what God was doing and the staff that we had, you know, sometimes you ask the question of, would you do this summer again? If it was just the same, and I would say, yes, it was. It was a good summer. We saw God moving, and we got saw uh, the fact that the staff that we had were were capable and good. There's there's definitely we had some some hiccups in the camp. And there are some stuff that I would definitely choose not to do certain things again. And but I look forward to doing that and fixing those for next year and uh, and doing some of the things. But I love the fact that God is still in the process of recreating camp and making it something special, something new. And I'm glad that I get to be part of it. Um, and so I, I thank you for your guys' prayers and support of this summer as I was able to do it. Thank you for those that are asking, how camp, how's camp doing? How are we, how are we doing? And praying for us. Uh, because it takes a lot to be able to kind of put a, a, a program together. Um, it takes a lot of long hours and, and sweat and tears. Um, but through that process, we, we, we have a good time. <laughs> it's a good time with campers, and it's a good time to be able to interact with campers. Uh, some of the takeaway, some of the, the two experiences that, I, that, you know, I don't, as a, as a director, I will say one of the, the drop, drawbacks is I don't, I don't get to be in the cabin with the campers all the time. I don't get to, to hear all the stories or hear some of those devotions. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm able to pop in and, and hear what God's doing. But, um, but there's a few times where I had to step in and, and kind of help with situation. And so just to kind of picture some of the, the kids that we have, one of the kids we had, I won't give name, but uh, he, was, he was struggling with camp. He was, uh, he, he was one of those kids that, didn't fit in uh, with the, the normal camp. Uh, um, and so he was having a hard, he was trying to fit in with the, the other kids, but he was being a little bit too rough or, or not, and he couldn't quite figure it out. But through the process of, of we were able to kind of sit down and, and give him the time he needs and talk through it and, and give him not only instruction on, well, how can we do this better, but uh, show him some love and some kindness uh, and through that process, we were able to kind of just see, it was interesting where at the beginning of the week, he was, you know, if he kept, the, he's slated to go home. But by the end of the week, it's it's one of those things that he was finally settled and he's finally uh, there. And so it was good to be able to kind of see what, what, what camp can do and, and give that. Another example was we had, uh, we had three boys and three brothers uh, or cous- cousins, anyway, that came to camp and it was kind of a last-minute thing to be able to be part of camp, and so they were like, "Okay, we have space. Come on in." And they were kind of scholarship. They they didn't have money uh, to be able to. So we're like, "Okay, we'll we'll find out. We have space. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out." And our organization CF was was gracious enough to 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 have some money to be able to kind of help them to to get in there. And so um, and they w- came through the week, and it was interesting how for some reason. I, I got a relationship with them because of, of some they were kept on coming to me for activities and and, and so it was, it w- I was able to to kind of get to know them a little bit more and hear some of their backstory and, and it was uh, one of those boys uh, is one of the boys that accepted Christ that week um, and saying hey you know what this is something that I've been I've been 
hearing about it through these good news clubs, and I've been doing these things, but I, I wanted to, he wanted to know it for the first time, and so it was really good to be able to be kind of get to know those kids and get to see their process, but through that process, it's just a matter of us showing them love, showing them the fact that they care, but also just giving them these these messages and these words and and being true to to what they're saying and so that's something that we continually want to try to repeat um, and so uh, we pray that God continues to create the good works through the camp uh, camp good news uh, and I did mention this be, I mentioned meant to mention this before but uh, our organization uh, that we're part of is called uh, CEF Child Evangelism Fellowship. Uh, and so they're a great organization that does weekly clubs in the schools around uh, around the area where they, in the in the schools, they, they do weekly Bible studies kind of uh, groups. And it's just kind of like we do on our Wednesday nights. They do it through, they try to interact with schools. And, uh, but this is one of their ministries also with, with Camp Good News. And, and we're glad to be able to be part of that and be able to, uh, we incorporate club, but we also, we open it up to all the people uh, in the community, and, w- and the fact that we are a non-denominational, uh, we can accept all sorts of uh, people from whatever church they're from, and so uh, it, is, it is great to be able to be part of that and um, and and be able to minister in this this way. Um, as a as a ministry update, uh, and and looking forward, uh, some things that you can be prayer for our camp as we move forward. Uh, this is we're still we still haven't made it through a full year at this camp. So uh, where there's still certain things that we're we're learning and we're doing, and so uh, we're we have we are now in the season of, of fall retreats, and so we have usually groups every weekend that, and church groups that kind of kind of be part of uh, and be utilize our facility. We're we're going to try to put on some of our own uh, retreats. Uh, normally we would put on some of our own retreats. We'll see if we get that. We probably won't do it this fall because of the the. We're just, we, well, I was just so focused on camp, I didn't have time to, to do that. But uh, in the spring, we're going to be doing some, some uh, retreats. We're going to be doing some open houses. This fall, we will actually have an open house. I would, I'll, we'll send out some dates, but most likely it'll be the, the first weekend in October um, uh, that, that we'll have it on that Saturday there. Um, and so we're going to open that up for, for people to be part of, and you guys can see the camp. Um, and so we'll, we'll look at doing that, um, and you can be prayer for also us, us as an organization that, and uh, personally, um, camp costs money, and we are, <laughs> we, it's one of those things that, uh, one of the things that we are missionaries, that we are being supported uh, through, uh, thank, thankfully, our church. Thank you guys for helping and be part of that process, and we feel the love, and, and thank you for, for helping us that process, but we there's still work to be done where uh, we need to start to draw support from other churches and other people. And so uh, that's something that we're going to be working on here uh, over this, this time. Uh, but also the, the, the camp organization itself needs money to build buildings and do activities. Uh, and so we are, we're going to be doing some fundraising events uh, fall, spring, as we can. Uh, so just be in prayer for us as we do that. But we, and all these things, and I, I love the fact that our board and the, the people that are part of us, we give it all to God. We understand that, you know, God's in charge of all this, and that even the, the finances and the stuff that needs to be worked on, uh, we're not necessarily anxious or fearful, uh, but 
it's something that we need, we are consci conscientious of the fact that, hey, this is something that we need to get done, and we we are we pray that God will be able to to provide the funds and the things that are necessary for us to do that, the work and the volunteers that kind of help us through that process. So thank you for your help, and um, I'm gonna uh, end in prayer, and then we'll we'll do one more song together. So. Uh, Holy Father, we thank you and praise you for doing good works in us. Thank you for uh, that you uh, enable us to be your work uh, and that through that process we are, we are taken aback by the good that you can do and use through us, uh, even though we can consider ourselves, uh, consider me um, not worth it, but you make us worth it. Um, and so thank you for the, the work you've done at camp, and we pray for all the camps in the areas and all the things that you're doing. Uh, we pray that you are continuing to do the good work um, ahead of us. And thank you for Camp Good News. Thank you for all the, the staff that helped us, all the leadership, and all the campers that came uh, to be part of our, our program. Uh, we give you all the glory, understanding that you, you gave it us all this in the first place. So we thank you and be with those that made those decisions this summer uh, that you continue that good work in them. We give you all these things in your name. Amen.